This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus. Edmiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Cameron. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kane Kaiser. Hi, yo, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The monitor edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, I better turn my microphone off before I start talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trolling my reflexes here. Uh, good morning again. Hour number three of the WPTF Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Still a little thunder around, and uh, the reason I know that is because I, <clears throat> I went out and and checked on Rufus's cigar oh that he put on top of the mailbox, <laughs> which was exposed to the elements. Pitiful, just pitiful. And it's uh, when I walked in back into the studio, I, I showed, I took a picture of it, went down, and took a picture of it, and it, it's bad. It really it is. is. <laughs> I I don't have much of a a good prognosis for it. It's, uh, it's but you're gonna try and save it. I'm gonna try and revive it. 
resuscitate it. Resuscitate. Uh, that'll that'll take some doings. Yeah, because it might get another dose of rain <laughs> before, <laughs> before we get back down I might there. put a little hot pepper on it. Who knows? <clears throat> that's right. That's right. That'll spice it up for sure. That's and by the way, our, our good friend Horace Hodges, he's a great listener. Been on Morning, PTA. Horace. Yeah, been, been on for a long, long time. And his comment is, uh, well, it had to do with he's not going to be touching any liver. Well, so, I don't blame him. I don't blame him. My uh, sweet as, as Melissa is, she likes liver. And but he adds he adds go apps. Go apps. Go Appalachia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that ought to be quite a game today. Yeah, I hope it. Hope it well, I, I hope Good that game. NC State wins. I definitely do. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not one of those uh, folks that gets all riled up about an opponent. As long as it's a North Carolina team, I'm all for NC State today. If they were playing Carolina, I, I would favor Carolina. But I don't think that's mutual in some quarters. It certainly isn't. <laughs> people really take it hard. Yeah. And yeah. seriously. Yeah. <clears throat> but I say to people, it's only a ball game. And I, my goodness, when that's right. When I lost the governorship, I couldn't run again for four years at that time, and I decided not to do it. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. You win a few yeah. and lose the flu. Few. Heard a lot of people. Flu. Speaking of flu, I'm getting yeah. my flu shot today. I hope everybody's yeah. going to get their flu shot yeah. soon. So, yeah. a little public service announcement there. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. What did you say, Johnny? I was just going to mention the hot sauce festival. Well, I wish you would yeah, I'd, in yeah. in Oxford today. Yeah, huh? yeah having that up rain or day. shine, rain or shine. I think they they were setting up way early this morning, and uh, so they'll they'll be there. So if you um looking for something to do so if you're go north and it, yeah it's way up north <laughs> if, if you go to oxford and wonder why people are running out of buildings screaming <laughs> it's because it's they, because they, they're they've eaten some yeah, hot sauce yeah, yeah and they have a hot hot uh hot pepper tasting contest or whatever they call it up there and i understand the last couple of years or a couple of years anyway they had some had to have it a draw because they were so, a couple of guys that just, i thought you were going to say there were some injuries well no they um <laughs> They they have had a couple that just could eat and and didn't phase them. They were eating Carolina Reapers or Ghost Peppers, whatever they were eating, and um, just they, neither one of them said Uncle, so they just uh, had to give both of them the the, the prize. Yeah. So it's now, um it's a it's a big draw. It's it started small and it's it's really gotten big over the uh, last yeah. few years. So Extension will have a, a, a booth there. I'll be there three thirty to five. So um, come on out and and see us. Maybe the rain will. Yeah. Be too well, bad. Hope, of course, I we need the so. rain. So if, yeah, if know, it takes having a hot sauce festival to have rain, we'll we'll take it. But um, but yeah, it's it's a great um great event up in Oxford. They they yeah. do a lot for it. Streets will be closed down, so um, just beware if you do. Well, uh, Johnny, what are the to give you a sample? What are they serve it on? Some so it has, you can't just turn up the bottle and drink it. No, I don't know if they put them in uh, like a little spoon or if they. They've got a little Dixie cup uh, or something. I don't you know, know. The, the world's greatest eater, Mort Hurst, died. He was a friend of mine from Will, uh, Williamson, and he was the champion hot dog eater of the world, uh, the champion uh, ramp eater. Ramps are mountain onions mm-hmm. in the West. Yep, yep. Uh, champion uh, uh, any kind of food that came along, and also hot sauce. And so Mort died here this year and i uh, he was a fine fine fella he lived in was it catfish hunter's old house was it catfish that was from 
Catfish was from uh, north of Eden. there. Williamston? Eden. No, you're thinking about the Perry brothers. The Bell oh, Perry, yeah. He, he he lived in the old Perry uh, baseball player home. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Gaylord and Jim. Yeah, Gaylord, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we, we say uh, happy happy sailing to our friend Mort Hurst. Yeah. Who uh, Champion but, hot dog eater, huh? Yeah. yeah I bet you did admire him. Oh, <laughs> he went to the Richmond Fair one time. But did he have a hot dog <clears throat> named after him? And uh, I don't even think he had a hot dog named after him. I can't <laughs> eat but two of them. That's, that's enough. But you should have seen him eating collards. Uh, it was something that you don't really want to watch. I think I, I would uh, slow down uh, pretty quickly with, with collards. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a champion with turnip greens, but yeah, if they're made right. Speaking the of that. Collar, the, uh, collards are a little sharp. The the collar we had earlier, I think one of the uh, the first hour we had a collar about uh, fertilizing collards and yeah. cabbage and, and such. I did a little bit of looking up and uh, couldn't remember the, the exact rates. But uh, on small spaces, it looks like about two pounds of the 15.5, which is calcium nitrate, uh, about two pounds per 100-foot row. So you sort of have to break that down <clears> to <throat> what size row. I think he said he had maybe 10-foot rows or something, so maybe – Ten percent of that, so about a point was that point two pounds uh, per row. So that's and that's a calcium nitrate, which is a fifteen point five percent. So you don't you don't want to don't get that thirty four percent and use that rate. That'd be doubling it up. So um, anyway, just wanted to let you know. And that's from um, Clemson uh, has, and I know Duke can uh, Duke beat Clemson pretty good, but Clemson does have some good um, homeowner. Extension sites. They do. Uh, they give a you really some, good horticulture yeah, department. Yeah, really Irv Evans uh, got a master's degree down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So they have some good extension uh, publications from there for, for the home garden. It breaks it down. So, you, you know, you don't have the per acre rate. You've got more of a, a thousand square foot rate or mm-hmm. 100, 100 yeah. foot row rate. Okay. Um, so that's what those were found on. So if you, if you just um, looked up broccoli, uh, Clemson extension, or um, collards, or cabbage. Clemson Extension, it would give you those those rates. So, um, just a good source. I mean, uh, Extension, you know, we there's Extension, of course, in all 50 states, and uh, sometimes we have to go across the state lines to get the right publication that, yeah. for what we're looking for. So we can <coughs> go across. You know, Virginia Tech has some great publications. Mm-hmm. Well, but, um, Was the Extension Service, Johnny, a uh, uh, Depression era? No governmental no, institution. No, it started in uh, 1914. Um, you know, you had the uh, the land grant university started in the late 1800s. Of which NC and, State is one. NC State is one. North Carolina A and T is is one. Um, so you, you had those started, and then you know they had all this research that they were doing, and um, you know they realized that this research wasn't getting out to the people that needed to know the research. So then that's where cooperative extension uh, was developed. And uh, in 1914, to get that uh, information out to the um, uh, to the public, so they would yeah. be able to to know what was being researched and what uh, what was being learned at these land grant universities, uh, to get that information out to them. So that's that's where it was started. Was um, mm-hmm. I want to say Smith Lever Act? Um, I'm pretty sure it was Smith, but I think it was Smith Lever Act that uh, that started that. But it's 1914. So it was 100 years, just a few years ago, 2014. Well, I remember growing up, our extension service agent was Mr. Tuckweiler. He specialized in cattle, and we had a man in Cove Creek that specialized in, in vet row crops. How do you 
how do you determine well what goes in each county and how many do they get how, how does that work well it's it, it can vary um and for granville in person uh we we share most agents except for 4-h let's see 4-h falls under uh cooperative extension so each county has their own 4-h agent um at least in granville in person and but we do share a crops agent um livestock agent uh fcs which is food consumer science uh deals with like family consumers i'm sorry family consumer science mm-hmm. yeah family consumer science so yeah. she um she deals with with those or he uh, whoever it may be in person county uh, person ground what happens to be a she but she um so we have livestock crops uh family consumer science and then horticulture agent um and and they're shared all those are shared between granville and person county uh some some counties may not have you know a, a, an agent um in that county for whatever reason or you know it may be shared with with another but it's it's all it's a network of people so you know just because there may not be that particular agent in that county doesn't mean that you can't get that help because they can they can partner with another another right. county and um so you know it's 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 a great um you know system that that is here in in north carolina well throughout the country um and you know and we've often said it's the um you know best kept secret in north carolina is the north carolina cooperative extension right. because, oh, absolutely. Um, well it's cer- certainly something that this show for all of its 79 years has has promoted yeah. uh, with john harris and uh, of course irv and all the extension agents yeah. who have been on on the show since john retired yeah yeah i mean there's some there's some great agents that do a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of great things yeah absolutely uh, that uh, throughout you know they some of them do more research uh than others but um you know it's it's a lot of a lot of good information and uh, but that's where it started you know was was to get that information from the land-grant universities out um, that's what yeah i would assume that every county has horticulture because i don't know how big you are well they how, share, how you share you in uh i mean you you, you Granville in person. Yeah, so, Granville in person. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of Paul. Agents. Paul does uh, two, Vance yeah. and Warren yeah. counties. So there are some counties. You know, Wake County, of course, is going to have their own. It's such a large uh, yeah. county. Durham has the, you know their own horticulture, and um, so you know it depends on the the, the populations of, of the counties. So, you know, I don't think you'd have a, a livestock agent in Dare County, for instance. I. I don't know. I'm not going to speak to that. Well, I, I would think I, I would. There, there is access to a livestock agent in in Dare County, whether right. um, I would, they have one or not. I think right now, um, I, I don't think they have a livestock agent per se in Wake County, and maybe even in Durham. Uh, you know, as as far as titled livestock. But if you called those offices and you had livestock and you needed some help, there would be somebody there that, right. that could help you. Um, you know, it may not have the title livestock agent, but we. We go across um, boundaries. We had, had the first livestock uh, show, 4-H livestock show, in Granville County uh, this past week. And uh, the horticulture agent was, was there and uh, helping Great. a little bit. Uh, he, he doesn't know a lot about livestock. He, uh, he, he was there for a little while. I entered a, we had a contest one time, 4-H, and I entered a white-faced Hereford little steer. Won the county, and we didn't go any further than that. But I was so thrilled about it. I bet so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so thrilled. Got you a ribbon. There's, there's nothing but more than a, a young person with their animal. And I uh, love it at the state fair. Just, you, no, you yeah, can see how wild they are. 
Yeah, yeah watch those contests. It was it was amazing to see. Uh, it, I think they had twenty one entries, twenty twenty maybe twenty entries at the this one. Is like I said, it was the first one. So the livestock agent uh, was Kim Woods and the four H agent uh, Lana Lou. They, um, um, Lana Howell. I'm sorry. I um, I'm, I'm sorry. I misspoke. Uh, her. She used to be Lou, but um. Anyway, Lana and Kim did a great job of putting this together, um, and it was just great to see the kids. In fact, the um, the, the judge was um, from Johnston County, livestock agent in Johnston County. It was Dan Wells. He um, he spoke at, at the beginning, and he said um, he was told by somebody one time that if you wanted to keep your child out of jail, then to get at five years old, buy him a goat. And start showing that absolutely, goat yeah. And, uh, get them involved. <laughs> or buy a, young, that's right. buy a young lady and a horse. Keep keep their mind on uh, <laughs> yeah, something yeah. else. And, yeah. um, and so that was, you know, I thought that was that was great. They, yeah. Um, they, it was just amazing to see. I mean, five year old, you know, children on up to you know the teenagers showing, and and how dedicated they were to those animals, and and showing and how yeah. seriously they took it. And that's that's right. It was great. It was um you know it was just a great ex- experience for for me to uh to see. And like I said, my, I I can't say enough good things about the the two agents that that put that right. together. They um they really did a did a great job. And um they I think I already start talking about uh, next year and um of having a having another one. Ron is with us. Ron, thank you for waiting so long. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm uh, calling to give uh, Brother Rufus a, uh, I'm going to trade you something, Mr. Rufus. I, I'm going to trade you a pumpkin report for that. Tell me something about the honky talk angels. But anyway. <laughs> well, he's, he's got that diagram. You, you, you'd have to beg Mike to put it on if we do, Ron. <laughs> well, Rufus, um, I told you earlier that my my big pumpkin aborted about a hundred pounds, but I gave another seed to a gentleman over in Chapel Hill, and he grew three pumpkins. And uh, I, I will let you know we already have one entered in the fair. I went down this week to the fair office and entered one of them. Oh, great! All right. Um, his big one ab- aborted. He out well this past week. He was about eight or nine hundred pounds, maybe a thousand. And the stem went bad, so if there's anything wrong with that pumpkin, they won't accept it at the fair. But he has two more, and we're going to take the best of the two uh, to the fair, and so you'll get to see it. Wow. Woo! Laws are going to have to lift it. <laughs> what, how, how do, by the way, what do you do? Are you use a, a backhoe? Or a- we're, we're carrying a, a forklift. We have a, a, forklift, a couple of forklifts that we right. load on a trailer and carry it up there and put those two pumpkins on a flatbed trailer. We bring it one back to uh, Reagan and Holler's pumpkin patch here, which you've been out to see you and Phil. Yeah, and, uh, correct. We get in our we get our first two semi loads of pumpkins this week. One from. Uh, um, uh, well, here's from Virginia, and one from over there where uh, uh, old state's famous basketball lady, uh, KL? Gibsonville. Gibsonville. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're getting one load in from Gibsonville, one load from Hillsville, and we're getting ready to kick off the pumpkin season up here next Saturday. But anyway, you'll get to see that beautiful pumpkin at the State Fair. Wonderful, Ron. That's great. It's a, it's really really unusual that while we were talking and while I was waiting, 
the gentleman who grew those two pumpkins over in Chapel Hill has called me, so I got a call and hope and pray that one of those hadn't aborted. But anyway, I still say it's a fine morning to tell us about Honky Talk Angels, and then y'all can go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, can can you uh, can you cue that up, Jason? Can you can you get that that ready here? Do we have time before news to uh, to put that on? Oh, I think he's trying to trying to find it. It's it's buried in a vault somewhere. It's all <laughs> locked up. My mama says you. We I, should. I will. I will tell you that we have had a flood out here in the edge of yeah. in Wake County. There is a uh, a flood warning for Wake County, so oh, wow. folks need to, oh, to drive very carefully. So we're yeah, Ron, Ron. Uh, I hope you got your radio on. Yeah. All right. Well, we turn we, it down. Well, all right. We'll turn it back up because we're gonna play it, and we appreciate right, you calling. Let her rip. All right, we're gonna let her rip here. Take it away, Rufus. This is Rufus Edmiston and the Charlie Alverson Band. We're gonna play a little music and light up a life. You wouldn't read the letter that I wrote. something I'm wanting to tell you So I wrote it in the words of this song I didn't know God made honky-tonk angels I might have known you'd never make a wife You gave up the only one that ever loved you And went back to that wild side of life The glamour of a gay-night life has lured you To the places where the wine and liquor flow There you wait to be anybody's baby And gave up the truest love you'll ever know I didn't know God made honky-tonk angels I might have known you'd never make a wife You gave up the only one that ever loved you And went back to that wild side of life And went back to that wild side of life Goodness gracious! Well, I, I, that's that's what we live here is the wilder side of life. I think that's what you'll find. And if you're just tuning in, we we get like this sometimes. We 
We just uh, kind of. Well, we hope Ron enjoyed that. And Big John said, "I have, uh, I have people backstage wanting your autograph." Well, so I'm I'm sure we can take care of that a little later on. Uh, more of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back. See if we can get into a little more mischief here the last half hour. So uh, it's hard It's hard to follow Rufus singing Honky yeah, Tonk Angel. Yeah. Well, I do want to explain, Mike, that I did that a long time ago yeah. for the North Carolina JCs, and they had to push on to raise funds for the North Carolina Burn Center. And so it was for a good cause. It, it was, was that like uh, the late 70s, early 80s? Yeah, it was early early 80s, uh-huh. very early 80s. Yeah. How about that? And we raised a lot of money. People took it and played yeah. it and laughed about it. And, but it is, it's a good band. Oh, yeah, my goodness, good. yeah. And, and my friend Charlie Senator Albertson. Senator Albertson, uh, Albertson uh, you know, one of the great uh, legislators, too. Uh, they love him in Duplin County. I'll tell you that. He was a great agriculture man too. He's just a, just yeah, a top yeah. flight gentleman, and he's still he's in his eighties and still playing. He has a has a band that that's uh, plays all over the place. So, yeah, if you get a chance to take it in, if they're playing somewhere near you, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. What are what are some things we can? We're starting to cool off a little bit and. Starting to get a little rain, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Can we do yeah. something in the landscape? Well, yeah. I mean, you, can, you know, want to clean up any of your your summer annuals, or you know, um, you know, Rufus mentioned uh, roses. You know, you deadhead your roses. I don't do any major pruning on them right now, but uh, you know, definitely deadhead any any flowers. Might get another um, another resurgence there. Mm-hmm. Um, don't want to do any any major pruning now it's a little bit late anything that's actively growing uh pruning is going to encourage that growth so you don't want to do any any major especially anything that blooms during the spring like yeah, an azalea. Well, yeah for sure anything that uh, blooms in the spring <coughs> so you, you want to go um and north carolina state uh, cooperative extension has a good um site if you just um put in search engine uh, pruning specific plants ncsu uh, or nc state extension um that would pull up a publication that will tell you when you can prune certain plants, when they bloom, uh, as far as when they when they're to be pruned. So, um, it's a little bit early to do that. Uh, you know, lawns. You know, this is the time to to start fescue lawns and your cool season uh, lawn, which is mainly fescue in this area. Um, you know, it's definitely time to to start fertilizing that. Um, it, with this rain we're getting today, uh, you know, it might allow you to to do any reseeding that you might need to do uh, fescue uh, unless you have an irrigation system uh, usually requires some uh, fill-in work each fall uh, so you know do, doing the, the lawn work now hopefully you've already got your soil test and, and know what fertilizer you need to put down um, if you haven't you can still do that you know soil tests are, are free right now up until thanksgiving so uh, get your soil test done time just you know start getting your your fall crops in as far as the the uh, broccoli and collards, as we've spoken earlier, um, want to go ahead and get those those in. It's you know, 
some years we can get those in a little bit earlier than now, but this year with the heat, it's probably you're probably good good time to to get those get those started. And um, you know, I think somebody mentioned chrysanthemums. You know, it's just going to be chrysanthemum time here pretty soon. A lot of those are grown in in North Carolina. Um, uh, got some pumpkin growers in Granville and Person counties that are uh, you know the pumpkins are coming on, and uh, it's you know we're we're right here in the in the middle of the fall season, so. Uh, a lot of things to do, some precautions uh, to, to take as far as the, the pruning goes. But cleaning up, you know, if you have any any leaves, and, and a lot of plants I've seen have dropped leaves early because of the dry weather, if you have any diseased leaves, get those cleaned up. Sanitation mm-hmm. goes a long way um, to helping diseases for the following year. So, you know, get, get those leaves cleaned up and... Um, and just sort of get things spruced up, ready for fall. I mean, it's, it'll be pansy time here before we know it. So, uh, yeah. uh, get those the pansies planted. So, uh, sort of in a transition time right now as far as moving from summer crops into the, the fall crop um, of, of plants. And uh, But there's there's always something to do. And if oh, there's nothing goodness. else to do, you can always weed. You know, Ooh, there's, oh. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants you to bring that up, Johnny. Well, it uh, is a, a good time too to divide irises. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah. Uh, I, I forget, you know, about every three years or four, if it gets on five or six, they're they're going to get real. They don't produce as well. Your your daylilies, good yeah. time to divide them. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's just a. I've noticed how over the years, if I let them go, the production goes way down in the. The quality of the irises. Yeah, irises really need. That. And it's just not that hard to do. Pick them up and take a, take a knife and cut yeah, off the excess. They're, and they're not very particular. You no, can, it, uh, treat them anyway. So. You can you you pull that thing up. You'd be amazed what you see on the bottom sometimes, with how they've grown. Very odd odd growths, and I'm sure that it's like an ingrown toenail. They'd just, yeah. they'd be happy if you take it off. <laughs> <laughs> the little. The little root pruning. That's an interesting rhizome, analogy. Rhizome yeah. pruning, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, make, so. that should make us want to get out there and prune it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but then, then again, you know, a lot of folks are like I am. Uh, I sort of treat uh, daylilies as annuals when they get they get sort of pitiful. I just dig them up and put new ones in. But now I do divide my irises. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to let my mother's beautiful iris my aunt johnsy's iris uh, called carolina sunshine who lives in who lived in johnson city tennessee by the way but her specialty was carolina sunshine uh bearded iris i'm, I'm always going to take care of those because i want them to be on forever yeah and that that blue iris with a yellow stamen it's got to be 40 years old from my mother's garden and i, I know exactly where it is what time it's going to come up, and it's been three years, and so that baby gets some treatment tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Gets divided. He gets his toenails cut tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this rain today, you know, then and just, you know, it looks like it's pretty widespread across the the center part of the state anyway. Here, so um, this is a <clears throat> we're getting some moisture in the ground. Um, in order to to do some things, aerating your your yard. You mean, yeah, air, aerating is is, so is very yeah. very important. It's been so dry and the ground so hard, it didn't wouldn't go very deep. But um, after this rain, and hopefully we'll we'll continue to get some throughout the day. That'll help with that and, and getting those. I have so out. little bl- area that's that's not planted with something. I, I don't. 
uh, my lawn area has just been cut down to nothing, so I just haven't. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah. you know, and that shows a I have, wise man. I yeah, have so much root competition, thing to do. especially uh, in one area. Yeah, and you know, it's a it's a city lot, so it, it yeah. just uh, yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it's time big. to go out and start visiting your favorite uh, garden centers and and start picking out your fall plants. You know, because they're starting yeah. to get in uh, shipments from from the. the um, for shrubs, your woody ornamentals, and you know it's coming mm-hmm. up, going to be time pretty soon to, to be a good time to get those planted. Um, so you know, start looking and uh, visiting the the garden centers, and and I tell people to go out and you know visit the gardens because that's where you tell you know you see something in a garden center, it's in a gallon, three gallon, five gallon, whatever size container, and that's what size it is, you know, in that container. But go to your go to your gardens and look at it and see it mature. Uh, you know, the Arboretum, great yeah. place to look. Uh, Duke Gardens is, a, is another place that you know, <clears throat> locally around here that, uh, you know, we can we can go and see those mature plants and know what they're going to be once they're planted and, you know, seven, eight, ten years down the road, um, how big they're going to be. So that's uh, it's always a, a good thing to do. But just sort of do start doing your planning and your scouting. Yeah, for go your, to the Arboretum, go to the Botanical Gardens, go to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. Uh, Duke the Gardens. Botanical Gardens over in Chapel Hill. I mean, it's um, – it's it's uh, i think uh, blue nice ridge places. blue ridge hillsboro they've they've opened that up some now uh part of it i guess you can't go across the railroad tracks there but i think you can drive down hillsboro they're opening things up for the state fair uh-huh. yeah you can still get to the arboretum by method road yeah 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 and the uh run one that runs parallel the road that runs parallel to hillsboro street right so, yeah so yeah. just yeah. you know Get out and visit the Arboretum and other areas, um, depending on where you're listening this morning. There are Arboretums. uh, The Extension Service down in Wilmington, uh, New Hanover County, has a nice Arboretum there. And uh, the Sand Hills, uh, there at Sand Hills Community College. I know Rufus, you like that one. That's always on our our winter trip to Pinehurst. We take a trip to the Sand Hills. It's a nice they time a, to go to Of course, down Asheville, there. Asheville has a nice Asheville has a wonderful one. If you, want to, if you want to see the greatest variety of camellias, go to the Sandhills mm-hmm. Garden. They've yeah. got them. Yeah. They really well, thrive. Those camellias really so thrive down there. varieties of the camellias. You can have camellias blooming from, from fall when they start. The Sasanquas start blooming. Then you have the hybrids that will take yeah. you on into the fall, winter. And, and yeah. then as Japonicas pick up in the spring, I mean, it's just amazing. We had a question from somebody who didn't want to be on the air. When to cut gardenias? Uh gardenias it may be to i, I wouldn't i wouldn't cut them now no don't cut them if they if they if they bloom bloom uh, fairly early like in may gardenias. and then they they bloom some of the uh yeah the uh, august beauties they're going to bloom yeah you want to prune them right later. after they bloom right, the that's first always time. the safest time yeah to prune right after they bloom right after they bloom and just like uh with an azalea for instance yeah, I, and yeah, yeah. even yeah. if if you have an encore azalea rufus i know you've always yeah, said we, springtime yeah. is yeah yeah after the spring bloom is when you want right. to prune those so, yeah. so you will get yeah. you'll get yeah. uh like the prince charles gardenia the newer varieties uh that that bloom more than once uh you want you still want to if you have to prune and those are the, well, the prince charles is pretty small yeah but uh some of the larger gardenias didn't, I'd plume. didn't we meet the uh person that produced we sure did when we were we were in um, outside of pittsburgh yeah between pittsburgh and siler city yeah and he's <laughs> from that area he didn't live there anymore uh he sold his uh, his nursery but we had a nice 
nice chat. We came out of uh, after the show, and and there he was, and then he introduced himself, and I, that uh, was an honor to meet him. He was quite a hybridizer. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some great ones in the state for sure. Yeah, no yeah. doubt about it. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. We need to take another break here, Jason. All right, we'll we'll do that. And uh, you take a break, too. Kind of sit back in your chair and relax a minute to take a sip of coffee. And before you know it, we'll be right back. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Uh, 1052, you're listening to The Weekend Gardener. Johnny Coley is with us, Brother Rufus Edmonston. Johnny, you say uh, you had a anniversary with your sweet wife? Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, bless her heart. She is, uh, she's been putting up with me for 20 years. 20 uh, this years. This past Thursday. Way to go. Wonderful. 20 years. So uh, congratulations uh, to me. And, uh, yeah, and, and, no doubt. Thank, thank you to her. So. Yeah. <laughs> she, uh, she keeps she things is, going, doesn't she? She does. She does. She is. Uh, she is. Tell you what, take somebody special to put up with me. Does she worry about years. the horse nettle as much as you do? Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It's it's always she she is. I mean she 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 is. She loves her animals and uh, she, she. Yeah, y'all have cattle and yeah, and yeah. Uh, you still have that goose. Still got a goose. Um, yeah, and you know most people have stray dogs and stray cats that come up in the yard. We have a stray Muscovy duck that came up. Uh, oh, Muscovy my. duck. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> he like just visits the, us every once in a while. The Muscovy ducks are like the ones they have in in um, uh, Swansboro. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's. I mean, they're they're. I've always thought they weren't that attractive, but this one, uh, this one is. It's got some iridescence in its in its uh, feathers. Uh-huh. So. Uh, yeah, he'll show up every once in a while. They we'll had some corn. They've had to relocate some of those. They have so many Muscovy ducks. They down can there. be pretty prolific, from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, we um, you know, so we you better get used to a couple of ponds. <laughs> we have a couple of ponds, and he visits them, and we see them out there in those. And then every does he get along time. with the goose? Okay. Well, the goose is in a, in a they we keep them separated. They okay. They um they sort of admire each other through the through the fence, but they they haven't gotten together yet. So um they yeah he taught her. Tolerates everybody pretty good, but he'll he'll come up and um, those geese and ducks or something. Yeah, they they can uh, they can walk on land. They can they can swim in the in the water and they can, they can fly. fly. They yeah. got it all. Yeah, got it all. <laughs> yeah, they don't yeah. have to hang around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We um we feed them in a in a in an area that is surrounded by by wire, but he just flies right out of it. I've he, never seen one sitting in a tree. I don't know why. Yeah, you don't see the, the ducks and, and geese don't don't roost. Uh, most of the most birds do. Um, you know, turkeys, peacocks. We have a couple of peacocks, and um, and they 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 will. We have them inside a, an enclosed area, but um, if they got web feet, they couldn't hang on to a limb. Well, they. Yeah, I, guess, walk, I mean, yeah, they yeah, they walk. Yeah. They don't have to hop. You know, birds. Most birds have those spindly little legs, and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Chickens run pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I know people who walk like geese. You know anybody I'm like that, Ruth? Well, no, I know, like I know that. people that look kind of like, waddle. like my neighbors did. I put a pair of shorts on one time. And he said, where'd you get that chicken you run up on? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was going to spend it later. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I do want to do a um, little bit of a, a correction. I, I stumbled over the, our 4-H agent's name while I go. And it, I know it is Lana Howell, and uh, Lana was Lana Lou, and, and she she okay. got married. But it's Wouldn't been several she, years uh, ago. She she's Lana, you, uh, uh, no, she uh, didn't. But I, I just wanted to make sure that okay. she, she knew that I didn't know her name or anybody. Uh, who she's knows at the her. hot sauce festival right now. She makes earrings, so she does earrings on the oh, side, okay. and uh, right. so she's got a. Booth she's one of those people running out of the building screaming. Uh, <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Lana's a great. Uh, a great person, great 4-H agent. She has done wonders for uh, for Granville County 4-H. How long does the hot sauce festival go on today? Until uh, people I, give I, up? So <laughs> 5 o'clock is close time. I think I'm closing. I'm 3.30 to 5, so I'll, I'll be there 3.30 to 5, and uh, I think All right. close up shop at 5. Well, that ought to be interesting. Rufus, that, that really sounds like it's it's something Can't right compete with the Appalachian. My brother-in-law would be there in the, in the game. Probably. That's what he's going to say. I don't know if right. can compete with yeah. the Appalachian, State, uh, Appalachian Carolina game, but Anyway, well, well, if you had your Secret Service agents uh, or your 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 SBI agents, maybe you could make a run up there and to the ball game. Yeah, but, those uh, were the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. We need to check on a case in in Oxford. Watching uh, Blue Bloods one time uh, the TV show, and uh, they were getting ready to go somewhere, and one of them was sort of nervous about it was going to be late or something, and um, Tom Selleck. The, the father said, "Well, we have we have lights and sirens, so we can we can wait a little while. We can we got a few minutes. <laughs> That's right. We have lights and sirens. You can uh, get somewhere quicker." That's how New York got uh, Paul McCartney to Billy Joel concert one time, and mm-hmm. he he walked on stage and started playing. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you got the got the influence, you can get things done, <laughs> right? Like Brother Rufus. So. Uh, That's right. That's right. It, it, do you, uh, if if folks would like to become a master gardener in person or Granville County, and I assume that uh, that they all get along pretty well, they do. Yeah, they, they really do. Um, <laughs> I know you have a, a, have your meetings at a neutral site, but <laughs> well, we actually go back and forth with our meetings. We oh, okay. we'll have one in Person County, one in Granville County, with our meetings, with our training. We try to have yeah. it in a central area. Uh, this year it was in the Berea volunteer fire department uh was was gracious enough give our best to everybody up there i love those uh, volunteer firemen yeah yeah and uh they were gracious enough to let us have it there they have they had wi-fi so it was we were able to do that but wonderful uh, but if you if you do just contact me and uh, i've got a contact i've got a waiting list or a list to contact wonderful um, for people that that call in folks uh, most likely have it in in the fall of 2024 uh do another training um I've, I've, and we we started talking about the master gardeners earlier, but I can't I can't speak enough uh, good praises for them. We've really got a good group right now. Um, you know, they they get along good. They have good ideas. Um, you know, we have organized. Uh, they, they they get frustrated with me probably because I'm not the most organized person. They uh, they come in and they're organized, ready to go. But they um they are they're great uh, to work with and um really getting some numbers up this last training um got got some more people to uh to to stay on and um really getting some numbers and getting being able to get out in the in the community and and do some things i'm really really excited about the the future of uh of the whole program um the 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 prison the horticulture prison program there in butner at the um uh, the Federal Correctional Institute uh, there in, in Butner. I have a community garden in that. I, I go in and, and um, do a, a class every once in a oh, while. Oh, that's wonderful. And, um, oh, that's they great. Have a, they have a community garden, and they donate the foods from that to a, a food mm-hmm. bank there in Granville County. And 
a couple of matches. Yeah, Roy Lewis used to do that. Uh, yeah, we, we, over we in miss Johnson him. County. Think yep. about him all the time. Oh, miss yeah. him so much yep. every time we yep. do the show. Yep. He uh, gave a lot of his time for that. Yep. Yep. Rufus, uh, I, I guess you going first go out and, and take possession of that cigar sitting out there. Yeah, we're going to rehabilitation yeah. process, which takes about a month. And then you've got to eat, uh, find a hot dog. And I will you, drop by and get a Rufus dog. And then on you the go take, home, a, take a nap. Take a, take about a, a thirty minute nap and ready to be picked up by my brother in law Judge Harris. All right, and head over to the hill. Is it a helicopter or are you going to? No, we're, we're going to go in by limousine. We're, we're, we're going to go in by regular <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> I, I know what my place is these days. All right, well. You all have a great day, and Johnny, thank you so much. Well, and we you. love having you Enjoyed on the show. And, and Brother Rufus, you're an institution. <laughs> Be the person your dog thinks you are. Amen. Amen. There you go. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up next week. We'll be at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Jason, thank you, buddy. 